Matt Mosley. Oh, it is your leader, first in sports, number one in your hearts. It's Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, as we get rolling on a beautiful Tuesday afternoon. It is a the week of a uh, a major. It's a PGA uh, championship. And it happens out of Southern Hills. In fact, we had the director of golf on with us a couple of weeks ago after he had taken Tiger around. Tiger now there at Southern Hills. Aaron, as you were uh, preparing for both uh, this show and the John Morris show, I noticed Tiger was doing his news conference, all sorts of great quotes. And uh, he is, uh, he, he once again asked if he thinks he can win. And his answer is absolutely. So, uh, Tiger getting ready as we speak for the PGA Championship. And it's going to be happening at Southern Hills in Oklahoma. Our friend Mike McGraw, the Baylor golf coach, has played that uh, many times. And that uh, he, he's, he knows all those people, his great friends for all those people for that are part of Oklahoma golf. And the guy we had on... Aaron, as you'll recall, had a very uh, close tie-in. You know, for many, many years, he was um, he was uh, you know, tied. He was there at Southern Hills, and then at some point, he came back and took over as the uh, director of golf. And so, it's he's been kind of overseeing getting this ready. Now, what happens is the PGA of America kind of takes over the course, and they're responsible for a lot of things that go on, but also the groundskeeper, the superintendent, everybody that uh, uh, is a part of things jumps in, and they're trying to get the course just right. And it is uh, the whole world has descended upon um, the, uh, the, the Sooner State. Now, also right up the road is uh, Baylor, got some Baylor golf going on, and... Let's see. Earlier today at about 10.34 a.m., had Johnny Kiefer getting ready to go out. This is the NCAA Norman Regional. And we just made the fifth about 36 minutes ago. Uh, number 17 at this course is, let's see here. And we want to see what Johnny had because Johnny was top. He was tied for fifth. And... Going to see what he ended up to do. Okay, he did fall today. This is a Baylor golfer who qualified as an individual. Team did not advance to regionals this year. They'll be back. They got a lot of young talent and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of leadership. I think Johnny Kiefer is going to try to play another season with the Bears. So that's very exciting. And oh man, okay, he shot a seventy-five today, and so he is now three over for the tournament. Still top 20. He is tied for 19th, and I'm kind of looking at his scorecard, and he just had one of those rounds where he was just way up and down. Four four bogeys on the front, two birdies, and then two bogeys and one birdie on the back. He just tore up the course yesterday, and it wasn't really happening today. I bet the wind kicked up quite a bit, but uh, in first place is University of Texas at this regional, Travis Vick from uh, Texas, and then uh, OU is tied for six, The uh, at least a player from OU named Drew Goodman. Now, people that are wondering how the teams are doing in this, I did want to let you know 
Uh, Oklahoma is tied for second behind Auburn, and then Te- University of Texas is tied for third. So got a couple of uh, Big 12 schools. Not for long. Ooh, I like this. That is the breaking news sounder. And let's go to the newsroom uh, for some breaking news. And this is coming to us. Uh, Aaron Sexton has stepped inside the newsroom. Aaron, what do you have for us? MCC baseball has come out of the loser's bracket, played seven games in four days, and won the last two against Midland, including a 5-3 to three win today against Midland to advance to their second straight College World Series and uh, a shot at defending the national title they won last year. MCC got solo home runs from Ty Johnson and Hunter Grimes in the third and a three-run home run from John Sessioli in the top of the eighth proved to be the difference as Midland scored three runs in the top of the ninth, but McLennan held on and beat Midland 5-3, to three, and they will advance again to their second straight uh, Junior College World Series, and they will attempt to defend the national title that they won last year, MCC 5-3 to three over Midland. Man, I love this. That, um, that is very worthy of the break-in, and um, I, I just like, in fact, I was sitting here a minute ago looking for the bracket to you know to kind of see if we could if we could already start looking ahead to see how this will all be but of course that game just got completed and uh, now I'm looking back uh, Stephen at uh, okay hold on here I was going to look at the uh, at the dates at least so we could kind of know when all this was going to take place the uh, this even has a sponsor here last year it was the Alpine Bank Junior College. Uh, uh, baseball championships. So uh, we will uh, we will kind of look at that and and try to get you all the latest information. But I think this is uh, I think it's very exciting news. Uh, five three and uh, the World Series Grand Junction, Colorado. I mean it, it's a uh, this is something, Aaron. I mean I I feel like we need to attend this at some point. I mean don't we? Aaron, what do you think? Do you think Tom would send us? I mean, we are the kind of the known as the grizzled reporters of ESPN Central Texas. Is it time for us to go attend the JUCO World Series? I think the answer to that is yes. And uh, I am looking at the bracket as we speak, and it looks like Saturday, May 28th. Okay, so a week from this coming Saturday, we'll get everything going, and then the uh, – Looks like the championship will take place right there on um, Saturday, June 4th. All right. And so the, the, the World Series will be Grand Junction, Colorado. <clears throat> I wonder if Tom's been to this. Aaron, we think Tom, I mean, he's called a lot of games over the years. Don't you feel like Tom has probably been to this thing? Games are listed as mountain times because it's that part of the world. But uh, Grand Junction, Colorado. May 28th through June 4th. And as we get more and more information, we'll keep you posted on because they'll, they've got everything kind of set up, ready to go. But we got to plug in all the teams in the, the seating to see how that will go. And, uh, Aaron, that is pretty amazing to come from the wrong side of the bracket, play your way back in there. And as Aaron just reported, to have to beat Midland – 
twice. And if, as I recall, Aaron, I don't want to talk out of school here, but I mean, Midland has been a pretty big rival. I, I feel like in leading up to these uh, to the World Series, even last year and, and in the past, and even there was a, a, a game was early this season. I'm just saying Midland seems to always be quite a rival. Now, same thing with uh, Navarro has had some, uh, uh, you know, out of uh, out of Corsicana, Texas, has had some really good teams over the years. And so we always keep our eye on that team. And uh, that's that's great news. So. Aaron repeated again, 5-3 win for uh, MCC. And Aaron, do you have your, uh, you are a graduate of MCC. Do you have any of your gear on today? I don't. In, in, we were, okay. We were just talking about that during John's show. I, I have to get an MCC t-shirt, whether it's MC, uh, probably MCC baseball, but MCC athletics would work too. I don't have one, and I need to uh, add that to my closet. Well, it sounds like you're making a major play here on air for MCC to send you over <laughs> some swag, and uh, we would be very open to that. And uh, Alpine Bank, the Alpine Bank JUCO World Series, great event, and uh, that's uh, um, I like this here. There's already a there's already a note here as I was reading this. This this happens by the way at Suplesio Field, okay. Suplizio, S-U-P-L-I-Z-I-O. They're in Grand Junction, Colorado. And the World Series Committee reserves the right, Aaron, to revise the schedule in the event of weather conditions. I mean, don't we all sort of know that? So I guess they're saying to people who are flying in and, and planning around this, Aaron, would that be a nice time to maybe take a break from Texas May 28th through June 4th? Does that seem like something we ought to go cover? I think we should be there. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, ask for that, see if we can put together, and see if we can uh, get some sponsors lined up for that. And the national championship will be decided game 19, if necessary. Game 18 will happen. It looks like that final game is set for uh, Saturday, June 4th, if necessary. So there's a way to play this all out. It might be able to end Friday, June 3rd but more likely Saturday, June 4th. Congratulations to MCC, Mitch, the whole gang out there. What a tremendous run it has been over these last several years. And MCC's been great for, oh, my gosh, we're talking about 30 years now, 30, 35, dare I say 40 years. That program has been great. And it used to be, there used to be a almost like a feeder system. You'd get some great players over at Baylor from MCC. And then, of course, for pro baseball, uh, whether it be, let's see, Jay Buhner played there, Pat Listash played at MCC. So many tremendous careers started right there at MCC. So it's a, uh, it has really become a, and, and, uh, Aaron, I think we ought to get that pipeline going right back to Baylor. Have you noticed? I last year I was looking, and some of the MCC players were going to Arkansas and some of the SEC powers. I would like to get them r- just stay right there in Waco. And Aaron, think about that. We could just say you just you basically you just four years you stay right away. It's just a normal college experience. You never have to leave town. In fact, if you really wanted to, you could stay in whatever housing you're living in. 
you know, to go to play at MCC. Just stay right there in your apartment. Don't even move, and then show up over with the Bears and uh, and, and Coach Rodriguez, and just get that thing going. Aaron, has anybody else thought of this, or am I the first one to think about the fact that maybe maybe it'd be good to load up on some of these MCC players? I think you're probably not the first. <laughs> I'm just saying it used to happen more than it does. It used to we used to get a lot of MCC guys. In fact, some of them were over at. Uh, Oh, uh, some of our local car, uh, car dealerships. Richard Goff, friend of mine, big big uh, big car dealer in town, uh, over at Richard Cars, and um, he was a. I mean, he had a hose. He was an outfielder for the Bears back in the eh, probably early to mid '80s, and oh man, he could he could throw you out at the plate. All right, lots to get going today, and we got. We're going to have some Baylor stuff at 5 because we'll get you caught up on what's going on in the world of recruiting. Baylor brought in an athlete uh, that, uh, that I think you'll be excited about, a, uh, a, a football player, a, a recent uh, commitment. And so Kevin Longquist is going to catch up with us at 5 o'clock. You never know what Kevin will have in store for us. <clears throat> He's been monitoring this NIL situation pretty closely. In fact, he just had a graduate from the University of Arkansas and so he can talk about this from a lot of different angles. And then real cool thing happening at 420. Denny Freeman, who is one of the media members going in, and, and he graduated from A&M in the late 50s, and then he became one of the greatest AP Associated Press writers of all, sports writers of all time. And he's covered the Kennedy assassination. He covered Apollo 13. The man has seen some stuff. And guess where he lives these days? That's right. Waco, Texas lives among us, and he will be inducted on Saturday evening into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. And Aaron, I will be right there in the middle of it. One of my uh, my longtime co-host and great friend, Randy Galloway, is going in, uh, and he'll be going in Saturday night as well. Uh, and uh, so that's so so great. Genesis does a wonderful job on the marketing end of things. Jay Black, the executive vice president over there at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, tremendous job. In fact, he's got a very talented young uh, son on the uh, Waco High School football team. But uh, Jay's a great guy, good friend, and uh, Genesis really has done a nice job in the marketing. And so, Aaron, I will be crashing that party Saturday night, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, and um, – I kind of think there might be a chance. I'll get you some more details as the day unfolds, but uh, I think there might be a chance we could find you. We might be able to to get you uh, some more tickets over there to the uh, Texas uh, Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, Texas, and and this is the um, this is the media wing of the uh, Texas Sports Hall of Fame. T S H O F. And they've got like a high school wing. They've got the media wing. They've got the SWC area. And then they just have the normal classes that come in. And they had that recently. And you'll have famous Cowboys players. Recently you had some uh, some all-time great uh, San Antonio Spurs. Ginobili went in not that long ago. And so they've, they've had some really fun classes. So appreciate uh, Genesis Moncada. The, uh, the entire crew over there, uh, including Jay Black and everyone involved. All right. Uh, speaking of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, it is time to talk to the newest member of the media wing 
That is Denny Freeman, the legendary AP writer, joins us next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy and very muggy tonight as lows fall to 71 degrees. Tomorrow, look for a mix of sun and clouds. It'll be a record-breaking day with a high of 97. And the same story on Thursday, a mix of sun and clouds with a record high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's on to round three for the Bosqueville Bulldogs. Hi, this is Todd Barfield. Join us this Thursday as the Bulldogs take on the Toller Rattlers in game one of a best two out of three series. Our coverage begins on our sister station, 1590 AM and 99.3 Kicker Country. Coverage begins with the warm-up show at 645. We'll have the first pitch and all the play-by-play at 7 o'clock. It's Toller and your Bosqueville Bulldogs this Thursday night on our sister station, 1590 AM and 99.3 Kicker Country. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at baylorline.com krzi. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. NFL officials are scheduled to meet with Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson this week. The meeting will take place in Texas. 
Baylor Baseball to host Stephen F. Austin at Baylor Ballpark tonight, 6.30 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Rangers get the win last night over the Angels 7-4. Game two of that series from Globe Life, 7.05 first pitch tonight, and you can catch that game over on Fox Sports Central Texas. NBA Conference Finals get underway tonight. Game one of the Eastern Conference Finals with Boston and Miami, 7.30 tip-off. MCC Baseball is in the championship game versus Midland for a chance to go back to the World Series. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Matt Mosley Show. It is uh, Tuesday. Thank you, Central National Bank. Thank you for what you do. Brian Fonville, Joe Nesbitt, great guys. They're thinking about being over there at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame induction ceremony. And our following guest is going to be going in there. Denny Freeman will be part of this next group of uh, illuminaries that will be in the Hall of Fame. And Denny Freeman, uh, who now lives in Waco, Texas, of all places, uh, joining us and uh, Denny, congratulations! I was it was uh, so fun getting to catch up with you earlier today, and uh, I appreciate you being on with us. And, and congratulations on this great honor. Well, thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, time was running out. <laughs> I needed to do this quickly <laughs> since I'm 85. <laughs> Well, you're a, you're what we call a young 85, and unlike some of your sports writers, there was some uh, your fellow sports writers. There was some clean living involved with you, Denny. <laughs> so you have uh, you have hung around now. But Denny, you remember, boy, you you kind of uh, came in, uh, and people don't even remember that there used to be the uh, like the morning newspapers and the in the evening newspapers and I I still have a hard time Denny even though I was in the newspaper business and I started writing newspapers in 98 99 as you were getting ready to retire the the the, the whole sports world has changed in a hurry but Denny when you got to the AP the AP and and you were at the UPI before that but in a lot of ways the AP and UPI were ahead of their times in the sense that it was a news service that all these other people, uh, newspapers, could access. And when you look back on it, Denny, doesn't it seem like maybe those places you worked for were a little a, a bit ahead of their time? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it. Uh, a lot of people didn't understand the AP or what it was. I mean, I had a neighbor one time come over and ask me, D- do I have a, do you own a cleaning service? And uh said, no, it's an Associated Press. And if you go home, get pick up your paper, 75% of the stories in there will be AP. It's a list, a little deal on the story, and you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, Associated Press. And he thought it was, he thought you were with the cleaners. Uh, this is uh, this is a great honor, uh, and and you're going in with a good group. I'm a little worried about you. Uh, I'm hoping you get to address the crowd at some point. Let's hope you go before John McClain, Denny, because uh, if John goes, I, I just I'm not sure if John will let anybody talk. I'm a little bit concerned about that. <laughs> well, uh, we're just hoping he doesn't meet, beat Mickey Herskowitz's record 
So I think he was 32 minutes down in Houston <laughs> 15 years ago. So I think we're safe, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So Mickey, Mickey went in in that same class, I believe Dan Jenkins, uh, Dave Campbell, who we lost recently, Blackie Sherrod. Now, I understand, Denny, you're uh, Blackie Sherrod was a guy I, I grew up reading and and, uh, you know, obviously he came up with Dan Jenkins and some of those, uh, uh, I guess, uh, was Jerry Todd and, and uh, that, that what, what was that in Fort Worth? Was it called the Fort Worth Press? Was that the, um, yeah, yeah, now that was a, an amazing group of guys and uh, they enjoyed the nightlife, but they were also remarkably talented. Now, were Shrake and Cartwright both a part of that group as well? I'm trying to make sure I have all my history correct. Yeah, well, you have your history correct, but they were pretty much looking for another gig and uh, eventually found them, you know. But, uh, yeah, it was around. I mean, everybody that I knew that worked for the press uh, or the Star Trailgram could write, and I wondered how that happened. Well, you, you get you be around Blackie Sherrod, and uh, you're going to learn some things. And uh, I was blessed to be be around Blackie, who could be grumbly and all that other stuff, but he he'll he'll pull your story up and uh, look at it from the previous Sunday or Saturday, and he'll he'll make suggestions and everything. And he say will say, well, at least you got the lead right. <laughs> now he was sort of known blackie was known for just the his encyclopedic mind what he had in there but also didn't he love to reference all sorts of things historical references maybe the opera even it seemed like he had an appetite that went outside of sports and he probably also had an appetite for uh, you know, for a few drinks as well, but it it, it it was almost his passion for other things that made his sports writing so good. Would that be a fair assessment? Oh yeah, it would be a fair assessment. You know, he had, had you know, he had some books in his office and everything that, you know, I couldn't understand the books by the time I read the title, and I just I asked Blackie one time, and he said. Said well, I like to get around to doing those. It kind of makes the momentum of having to, to deal with sports writers and all that. So, <laughs> but he loved his big love was horse racing, and uh, I can I can tell you a little story about that. We we would go to uh, Oakland. Uh, a bunch of us would get together, and we called it Oakland Racing Tours. And so we would we would go, and Blackie would get all these racing forms and uh, carry them in, study them all night. We would be at the track the next day. Uh, uh, we could, we could hear the we were always sat near the the ten dollar bet place to see if there's something really good going on. But it was this big race. And Blackie just missed on it, and he was pissed off. But two women sitting next to us hit it, and uh, so I went over to find out how they did it. And they they stood up, and it was their seat numbers. And that really, 
really pissed him off. <laughs> That's good. Uh, talking to uh, Diddy Freeman, who's going into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, the media wing, and um, and it's it's the first time they've put the media in there. It's the first class since two thousand four, and I don't know why they waited so long. A part of it was this pandemic. Uh, you've been supposed to go in this thing for now about two or three years. And, and it had to be, you know, they were going to have it in the Dallas area. And now it's going to be in Waco. It's going to be a great event. It's going to be Saturday night. And I was curious, um, you started at the AP in, oh, 19, what, 69, the, the late 60s. But even before oh, that, oh, go ahead. Yeah, well, I went, went to work for what we call Brand X, UPI. Uh, uh, for that, so yeah, but you got that right. So yeah, uh, the Cowboys yeah, it, were. I got there as the Cowboys were not very good, and uh, but then they became very good. <laughs> well, and that's that leads me to my next question. You you went uh, eight of those Super Bowls that the Cowboys uh, participated in. You got to cover every one of those, and I I can only imagine you know all the stories over the years. Do you have uh, any a memento, whether it be a program or something, from every one of those uh, Super Bowl games that you attended? Yeah, I've got the uh, the badges that they passed out to the media uh, in the early days, and. Uh, so, you know, those are, I don't know what those are worth right now, but uh, that that's one of the nice things they did. But uh, you could, you know, you, you could give away tickets to those early games. I mean, uh, you know, the Green Bay uh, uh, game on the very first one was was not well attended for, for a Super Bowl game. But anyway, so I was at, <laughs> I was at uh, Super Bowl five when uh, the O'Brien kid kicked the field goal at the end of the game, and and all of a sudden there goes a helmet flying in the air, and it's Bob Lilly's helmet. And uh, uh, the next year, Super Bowl five at uh, six, we were in uh, Miami, and uh, they gave the ball to Dwayne Thomas every time, and they won and uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> i mean so uh anyway do, do, do you remember trying to talk to Dwayne thomas when he was going through that period of time where he would not speak to the media and i and i don't know if it was just the media he might have not even been speaking to his teammates Dwayne thomas was going through a very strange time in his life um do you do you remember those days? Oh, I sure do. And uh, how Landry tiptoed around, uh, barking at him like he barked at the other players, because all of a sudden he knew that they weren't going to win the Super Bowl unless they had a running game. So uh, they attended, amended their fences or whatever it was. But yeah, I can remember being at a at the Super Bowl and uh, somebody asked a question. Well, is this a, the highlight of your career so far? He said, why should it be? They're going to have a Super Bowl next year. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're gonna. I remember a very famous quote. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne yeah. Thomas did. Boy, Landry did not tiptoe. Coach Landry did not tiptoe around Hollywood Henderson. I saw Hollywood recently at the Big Cat's funeral, and I'm sure you oh. knew. Uh, I, I'm sure you knew Rayfield Wright over the years. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, and we lost Rayfield recently. Oh man, that's, I loved old Rayfield Wright, and he came yeah. to the lot of the Bob Lilly golf tournaments down here, and I got to visit with him some again. So. Yeah, he uh, he he went into the uh, Hall of Fame, and boy, that changed his life, and it really uh, he really got to enjoy that in the, in his last years, and hated to see uh, have to say goodbye to him because he was such a tremendous guy. Now, now talking to Denny Freeman, who's going in the Hall of Fame, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, in the media wing, and a great longtime uh, award-winning Associated Press writer. What about Thousand Oaks? Would you? Would you go? Did you? I know you went to all those Super Bowls. Did you go out every year to Cowboys training camp? Yes, I did. And uh, uh, I laugh when you say that because they would uh, assign you a person to to be with you, and the the two people would have a room. So I was always eager to see who my assignments was, and. One year it was Jim Dent. And, oh, and, enough said. Yeah, enough said. <laughs> but I, Dent would 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 be in the room with the lights low, real low, with his German binocular watching the the rooms, and uh, I I don't know what he. I guess he was trying to look for somebody that came in and joined the team that that he, they didn't know about, but he. He was something else, <laughs> and I, I, was, I even I even room one year with Brad, and uh, that didn't last long because, I, you know, I'm real sloppy, had so talk, shoes and socks around, and Brad is very neat, so they didn't up my contract on his on his room like the next year. Or so, but, well, you talk, are you talking about Brad Sham? Brad Sham, I am. <laughs> the voice of the Cowboys, yeah, who's uh, going into the uh, Hall of Fame with you. Another speech I'm worried about. Brad, not known for being succinct, although to be a play-by-play man, you have to speak quickly. Um, do you, what do you remember about uh, about the Mad Bomber Clint Longley? Do you rem- were you at uh, training camp when that Im- infamous fight took place, which led to the sucker punch and it of course quickly led to the demise of clint longley because he was treated within hours uh of of that sucker punch on roger stallback do you remember where you were when that all happened i remember it but i wasn't at the at thousand oaks but i wish i had been that was that uh roger even got pissed off at clint longley and I, I, you know, I never think I ever saw him angry, except uh, uh, probably all season at, at Longley. <laughs> yeah, there's only but, two ways to get Roger still fired up. It's talking about that because he still has a scar to show for it where that sucker punch happened. And I'm trying to remember who grabbed Longley. I think I've heard different versions of this, either D.D. Lewis or the Manster. 
I guess Randy White would have already been with the team, but somebody came up and grabbed him and maybe body slammed him, and they said he was kicking his little legs up in the air and all of that. (laughs) But it was the zoo covering their uh, cowboys at certain times. And uh, I mean, you would be uh, every day you would find out, well, Landry's pissed off at Cornell Green, and we would go up and ask Cornell. He said, "How come Landry's uh, down on you today?" He said, "You broke curfew." And uh, and uh, we said, "How did he know that you broke curfew?" He said, "Well, they had a they had a, a couple of people that are staked out and uh, to look for guys breaking curfew, and so that's how they found out on that one." <laughs> but uh, he, yeah, and uh, Landry was uh, interesting, but and so was Shram. But, but with the fact Shram would give you the Cowboys' home phone number when season started, and he'd tell you if he doesn't call you, call him back, and, and then tell him I want you to call it, and he would do it. I mean, and so I mean, hell, I've talked to. Roger many a time when he was eating supper and Marianne would answer the phone. I said, well, I hate to bother y'all. Oh, well, Roger won't mind. So I I got, uh, you know, interviews many a time between um, bites of, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe a chicken fried steak. (laughs) Roger had the famous line, didn't he, about all the nightlife. He said something about, you know, he had fun. He had great nightlife, too. He just was with his wife. He, he, you know, <laughs> he, unlike some of his teammates or something, it was a funny line that Roger had. I remember one of those years, all those, all those times ago. Now, what was, Denny, what was, from an SWC standpoint, did you take part with, in Blackie? And those guys used to famously be on all those, I'm sure Herskowitz as well, those SWC tours. Did you uh, did you jump in with that bunch and start going to all those those old SWC tours? And what do you what what do you what stands out to you when you think back on those days? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, Dave Campbell and I were in a private plane that went almost went down. I kind of remember that. And, uh, <laughs> something that bit the pilot when we took off. And we got, you know, maybe a half mile down there and then a dip towards the ground. And uh, so we, that, that comes back to me real fast. But uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the Southwest Conference Tour was uh, uh, particularly when you went to Arkansas. And you, then you got to wonder, well, why is Arkansas? in the Southwest Conference. And uh, so, anyway, we yeah, we made those tours. I remember being in a bar one night when, uh, do you remember the sports editor for Lubbock, for Texas Tech? Uh, I, I don't think so. Okay. And I'm I mean, trying to, get- to grab it. Yeah. yeah, they've had a guy out there named Don Williams forever, but I can't think who would have been before him. Yeah, I'll, maybe I'll think of it here. But 
I'll go ahead and tell the story. And he liked to wear green uh, jumpsuits, you know, green, whatever they were called them. But he was all green. He would wear he would wear pants and his shirt and everything was green. And we were in the bar sitting down. I think I think Mike Jones was in there, uh, a couple of other guys. And this guy comes in the front door, comes over and says, are you uh, Burl Pettit? And he said, yeah, I'm Burl Pettit. And he cold-cocked him. And uh, blood was spurting all over his uh, <laughs> suit. And and my this and then the guy that hit him was big. And he left the thing. And Mike Jones said, well, do you think we ought to go after him? Well, well, all of us were in consensus that we needed to give him a head start. So we, we let him get on down the, the <laughs> 30 minutes. <laughs> and, oh. and never caught that fight. And Burl just, you know, he got up from the door, I mean, the floor, and, and got his chair and sat down and resumed drinking the beer. That he said, <laughs> and he said, oh, he must not have liked one of my columns. That was Burl Pettit was a guy's name. <laughs> Boy, it did come back to you. Burl Pettit. And er, yeah. who knows? Who knows what he had said or what this guy, what made this guy angry? Sure. But uh, <laughs> that's uh, yeah. that uh, I would uh, <laughs> go ahead. No, justice was quick in West Texas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, uh, I, I tell you, do you, um, do you ever think about, you know, like right after, as you were retiring, the Internet came into being, oh, and it started becoming more and more prominent, probably about like 2003, the early 2000s. Do you, are you sort of glad you got to miss out on all that? Or do you ever, uh, and I know you've still written and, and have worked, you know, done books and that kind of thing, but do you, are do you feel like you're kind of glad you got out of it before the Internet took over? Well, it's out of doubt, Matt. You, you know how it was, and uh, it was so great during that golden era when we didn't have agents and uh, tweets and what uh, Twitter and all those other things. And uh, you, you could uh, you could get out and you know you could become friends with the coach, but you still you know wrote a hard story if you had to. And uh, the thing I missed, I mean, was the telephone, because I could get out and have a good story working, no fun, so, uh, and had to go back somewhere. But, uh, yeah, I do. Those were golden days, I tell you. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Taff and Daryl and, you know, those guys. Yeah. Did you ever – did? Denny, did you ever talking to Denny Freeman, the uh, legendary sports writer, uh, and uh, he he uh, is going into the Hall of Fame in the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Did you ever see uh, Taff angry? Did you ever get see Grant, or did he was he always that calming, almost pastoral uh, quality about him? And you know, I still talked to talked to Grant recently, and he I think Grant's about eighty eight years old, and he still sounds exactly the same. Extremely strong voice. He sounds like a pastor, uh, and he always did. He was a great speaker, as you well know. Did you ever did you ever see Grant Taft angry at a reporter or after a game? I'm trying to 
think. Uh, and maybe his color, uh, color of his skin might have flushed, but I didn't hear anything come out of his <laughs> mouth. But I'll tell you a story, Grant. He was a he was a good guy, and one one year he sent me and Mike Raven uh, of UPI uh, a letter uh, asking us if they'd like to like to cover the green gold game of Baylor uh, that spring. Yeah. Yeah. And be the coaches, and so we go we go down there and have a draft. Now, what the hell, you know? So I still have the letter, but uh, I went down there uh, and with Mike, and uh, so you know he talked and talked. Said, "Well, let's uh, let's go to the draft." So we started drafting Baylor players, and there was a lot of them I didn't know. But anyway, got our teams together, and. Uh, we got out and, and started playing ball, and I was the you know the coach. I was not calling plays, but making an occasional decision. And uh, we were at we were trailing, and the game was winding down towards the end, and we had the ball on our own twenty three yard line, and uh, it was fourth down, and uh, I said, "Well, let's go for it," and we went for it and got uh, plenty of blocks and made the first down and went on to win the game. And uh, Grants wrote the story. He helped in the press box and he wrote a story about the game. And he said, in the world of uh, college football, what was it? Uh, yeah, in the world of college football, the worst play I ever saw was – no, the worst decision I ever saw was a coach, Danny Freeman, going for it on fourth down and 23 in his own yard line. So that, that was kind of funny. You know, he wrote that and just ripped the hell out of me. And I thought, kind of neat being on this side and seeing it. So, <laughs> I'll show you the letters sometime if I – I run into him, but yeah. anyway. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. <laughs> that's that's great. Yeah, yeah. You got to uh, you got to see what it was like on the other side for a little bit. I like that. And the worst call in the history of college football. I thought he said, "Oh my gosh!" But, yeah, that's right. If you if you. Yeah. Oh, if you thought hard enough, you could probably think of some of those players you were coaching uh, back at the uh, Green and Gold game. Well, Denny, this was uh, this this was a lot of fun, and I know you spent some time in Salado, and we uh, we kind of nearly crossed paths there. And I've kept up with you over the years, but uh, it, it's uh, great to see you going in the Hall of Fame. You sound great. It'll be fun to hear from you, and and I know you've got an old uh, AP. Uh, he, maybe he got smart. He left the sports writing business, unlike us. But uh, but that's presenting you on uh, on Saturday night. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know you'll have family members there with you. I look forward to to getting to meet you in person. And uh, congratulations! It's a well deserved honor, and I appreciate you being on with us today. Well, thank you very much, Matt. It's been fun. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. There he goes, Denny Freeman. Uh, who, man, I've heard about forever, and uh, just a great guy, great sports writer. 
And, in fact, as he finished up, uh, a buddy of mine named Jamie Aaron took over at the Associated Press all those years ago. The first year I was covering the Cowboys, 2003, and uh, that was just a couple of years after Denny Freeman had uh, decided to retire. And he's still going strong at age 85, and he will go into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame on Saturday evening and uh, we'll all have a lot of fun great class going in brad sham john mcclain randy galloway my old radio co-host so it's gonna be a fun night all right i'll tell you what we'll do we've got i've got some uh, nuggets for you we'll talk a little baylor we're gonna do our usual campus confidential at about 5 20 today but uh, i've got a couple things a little bit of breaking news we want to share with you including some local baseball news that is next ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Are you tired of the same old boring pizza? Well, it's time to step it up and head on over to Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall off Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco. This pizza is a handcrafted cuisine from the Castillo family, serving the fine food since the 1930s. Order by the slice or a whole pie or try Castillo's spaghetti and meatballs. Top your meal off with Italian gelato with many flavors to choose from. Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall, Waco. Stop by or check them out at villagepizzeria.com. Helmet Aerospace in Waco has been employing people in the Waco area for nearly 50 years. Now is the time to join their team. With current openings in packaging, shipping, production, engineering, machining, quality, supply chain, and sales. Offering excellent starting pay, benefits from the day you start, and advanced opportunities. Apply now at howmet.com slash Waco Careers. Howmet Aerospace on Imperial Drive in Waco. Apply today. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. If your vehicle squeals or grinds when you slow down or just isn't stopping like it used to, you may need new brake rotors and pads. Now through May 24th at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get 15% off a set of Brake Best Select or Import Direct brake pads and two rotors. Restore safe braking and save money now at O'Reilly Auto Parts or order online at O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. NFL officials are scheduled to meet with Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson this week. The meeting will take place in Texas. Baylor baseball to host Stephen F. Austin at Baylor Ballpark tonight, 6.30 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Rangers get the win last night over the Angels 7-4. Game two of that series from Globe Life, 7.05 first pitch tonight, and you can catch that game over on Fox Sports Central Texas. NBA Conference Finals get underway tonight. Game one of the Eastern Conference Finals with Boston and Miami, 7.30 tip-off. MCC Baseball is in the championship game versus Midland for a chance to go back to the World Series. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We usually about 4:40 do Campus Confidential, and uh, we're just gonna. We're going to push that back to about 5.20 today. We've got a big interview coming up with Kevin Lonquist at 5 o'clock. It's caught up on some interesting stuff. In fact, Baylor's got a couple of new commitments. They've had some uh, visits here recently. There's some different uh, recruiting. I know a lot of you listen and uh, love Baylor recruiting news, and Kevin Lonquist is about as good as it gets when it comes to that. Now, also, how good was that? People are uh, texting and and we're hearing from a lot of people uh, that uh, they really enjoy Denny Freeman being on with us. Denny is uh, going in the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, uh, their media hall and uh, media wing. They have not put a class in going back, I think it was 2004. And and this is a nice big class. Of course, John McClain recently retired. It's a heck of a retirement, too, Aaron. He retired from the Houston Chronicle. Uh, from my last count, he he is still going to make 20 appearances a week on, on radio shows around the country. <laughs> now, how do I know this? Because he's tweeted it every chance he gets. But the general will be there, and uh, the general has a table, and so there'll be different dignitaries and people at his table, and so that'll be a, that'll be a big to-do. And, um, and uh, oh, uh, Randy Galloway going in, my co-host and um, – he uh, a warder's going to be down there, I think. Uh, Aaron introducing him <laughs> into the in, yeah, doing a little introduction. So I think he's been. They've told him he only has like three minutes or something. It was Warder who back in the nineties for those Super Bowls and everything that was responsible for sort of driving Randy. Aaron would uh, would get to whatever city he was going to cover the Cowboys in or get to a Super Bowl, and he would require the younger reporters <clears throat> to pick him up in a, like a Lincoln town car. <laughs> and they would have to get him at the airport and then take him around everywhere. So uh-huh. I just – I kind of find it funny. And Randy's uh, – oh, go ahead. No, I just – it. you know, most – I've talked about this before. Most people – and I had sports figures that were – you know, I looked up to that I liked a lot, but my heroes, because I always wanted to be a journalist, were Randy Galloway was one of them. You know, he was columnist for the Dallas Morning News, and and at that time, you know, before you, you two had the show together, he was on WBAP with his uh, evening show, and 
I was like, that's what I want to do, those two things. And, uh, you know, at one point or another, I've had been able to do both of them. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. exciting that he's being inducted into the Hall of Fame. I know you are longtime friends. Yeah, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be nice and uh, it'll be good and and I'm uh, uh, how much I uh, uh, you know his mentorship means to me, Aaron. I'm uh, making the trip down there on my birthday Saturday. So oh wow! Yeah, I, everybody, all my family was ready to get together and go out, and I just said, no, I've got to be in Waco, so I'm going to go down there. Now the good news is uh, McLean. The way John carries himself, he'll just assume I'm there for him. And Sham will be the same. He'll assume I'm down there for him. <laughs> so it's kind of nice because – but what was funny to me is to talk to Denny Freeman because there's no – it couldn't be more different, okay? Our, our business produces enormous egos, and then there's like Denny Freeman from the AP who is just as down-to-earth and, you know, he just is not – he does not carry himself like some some people in the media but uh, it'll be fun and all those people are interesting folks uh john mcclain who's going in to this hall of fame aaron used to uh have some kind of hollywood tie-in so when there would be a sports movie or or like a caddyshack type thing or even after that you know like a water boy or anything that adam sandler started being in a lot of sports movies uh happy gilmore somehow john mcclain would was the guy who they would call to gather up the sports writers. And so when you see those movies and they go up to the press box and they'll see somebody and occasionally they'll have a line or two, or you'll see the guys at their typewriters, John McClain sort of puts all that together. And then occasionally like in that bo- the movie that uh, called the rookie with, um, with Dennis Quaid, mm-hmm. uh, McClain, I think has a line in that. Like he's up in the press box, sitting up over his computer, and and then he 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 has a line that he says yeah, in the movie. He, I think he was in uh, the Longest Yard remake too, briefly, you know. But yeah, small role as a newspaper reporter. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if he won an Academy for it, but he was. Uh, he did make an appearance. But this will be a lot of fun, and uh, that'll be uh, it'll be great. But uh, all right, well, it'll be. Uh, It'll be a wonderful time down there in Waco, the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Now, here's what we're going to do. We've got uh, Kevin Longquist coming up, and we're going to talk a lot of – we've got some Baylor commitments, Baylor golf going on. We've got a lot of things to catch up with him on, and um, he's he's big, by the way, into this uh, NBA – lottery that's happening tonight as well all of that coming up next from the alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram studios this is krzi waco k222 dc waco k265 dv temple espn central texas enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the baylor club located in the heart of mclean stadium this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality weddings milestones business and birthdays a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views baylor club truly has it all for interest in membership or your next private event call 254-710-8080 Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? 
Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Waco has a gun show, and it's at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum, benefiting the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas, Saturday, May 21st, and Sunday, May 22nd. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the show where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Located 2801 West Waco Drive, the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum. This gun show is to help raise funds for the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum, Saturday, May 21st, 9 to 5, and Sunday, May 24th, from noon to 4. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. Coaches Smoke at 3.30. Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coach's Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take, for example, your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have, and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed, and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says, I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck, SUV, van, even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch. Installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Audience Matt Mosley on this Tuesday. Thank you, UBO Business Services. Go to UBO, UBEO.com. That's UBEO.com, and you can find out more about what they do. And, man, for your copier, your, your, serv- your needs there with copier, paper, how to streamline your business. I was looking at the site the other day. And there are so many things they can do to save you money. And we use them right here at ESPN Central Texas. Now, Kevin Longquist joining me. And Kevin's been off. He had a college graduation to attend. He's had a lot on his plate. And uh, it's always good to catch up with uh, Kevin. Kevin, you'll be happy to know I was talking to the longtime AP writer who's going into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame 
the media version. They have a media hall, and uh, I, John McClain is going in. Randy Galloway, you know, my old radio cohort. Brad Sham is going in. Uh, but the guy I just had on was Denny Freeman, longtime oh. AP writer. Uh, and um, I, 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 I figured when you first got out of uh, – uh, a college at SMU and got into sports writing, you probably crossed paths with uh, uh, with Denny Freeman at some point. Many times. And, in fact, Denny had the famous statement after any game that we covered was, well, if you can't write this one, and then it just kind of trailed off after that. So, yes. Uh, by the way, that's a who's who of uh, Texas media going into the Hall of Fame with Brad and John McClain, the Baylor great, and Randy Galloway. I mean, that's just uh, – that, that's a tremendous list of uh, great folks of going in there and well-deserved. I mean, they did a great job covering sports back in the day, Matt, when you and I were breaking in. Yeah, I would, I would say so. And uh, I, I, as I said to Denny, a little worried about, uh, I mean, think about some of these speeches. I mean, none of these guys are known for uh, <laughs> getting in and out real quickly. I guess Brad, <laughs> since he's done play-by-play, could maybe be quick if he had to. Galloway cannot, but I, Denny Freeman said that Mickey Herskowitz holds the all-time record 32 minutes on his induction speech. And I'm oh, sure God. they're told to try to keep it to, you know, within five to ten minutes or something like that. I mean, there's sure. 32 minutes for Mickey Herskowitz. Now, by the time they went in, all those guys were pretty old, Herskowitz and Blackie Sherrod and all. There would have been a, been a time... Kevin, where they probably would have had a little something in their system before getting up there to talk. And uh, well, I'm going to let you say that. I'm going to let that roll. So <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I don't not talk it out of school here. My gosh, those old sports writers played by a different set of rules, and it was uh, oh, it, was it was a very it was very famous. And they had morning newspapers, evening newspapers, and it was uh, right. fascinating. But guys like the two of us. Now you grew up in a different part of the country, but I grew up worshiping those kinds of people and then getting to meet frank luxa oh my gosh i mean i would luxa should be in any texas sports hall of fame i mean and you know even though he's not with us anymore put him in anyway he is tremendous but they're going to be in jay black and his group texas sports hall of fame in fact uh Kevin, if you ever, I know you're in and out of Waco a lot, you need to go by there at some point and just check out the SWC portion of that Hall of Fame. It is one of the coolest things. I assume you've been in there, right? I've been in it. It's been a long time. The only question would be now is if we could still get in there with I-35 being quite the challenge that it is. I say that in jest, of course. But, yeah, it's a great thing to be in uh, to tour, of course, with all the great legends of texas uh both media and sports of course that are in there and yeah yeah i was in it a long time ago and i definitely need to uh, brush up if you will all right the website if you want to attend there's still some tickets available i'll be there if there's i mean i don't know if that'll make people want to be there or not i'm not going into the (laughs) hall of fame uh uh, org. again that's tshof.org what's that stand for kevin texas sports Hall of Fame. All right, Kevin, you were um, you were were you seeing? Was your youngest daughter graduating? What was going on? What were you? Because uh, you were uh, that the oldest daughter. My oldest, yeah, my oldest, Kathleen, uh, who is a Razorback through and through, uh, did her yeah. finish her undergraduate last year, 
and then uh, got her graduate degree, her master's in education, and uh, she walked uh, across the podium or the stage uh, Saturday afternoon up in Fayetteville, and uh, has her master's in education, and she's already accepted a job with the Fayetteville Public School System, and uh, off she goes in August. So uh, couldn't couldn't be more proud of her, and. I think uh, I know I sent you the picture of her graduation, uh, Matt. I think that smile on her face basically said satisfaction that I could get something done and relief that it's all over. And then the excitement of looking to the future all in one. Yeah, lots of lots of things in that particular picture. But uh, a great girl and a great I know you're very proud. So congratulations on all that. Now, Kevin, as you were leaving down, uh, Baylor did get a commitment. Okay, we uh, in. Your daughters sometimes help you with these commitments. Uh, you got to try to stay on this stuff even while you're traveling. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about the, the youngster from Mineola, Texas, which led to the trivia question of what singer-songwriter came out of Mineola? The answer is, by the way, Casey Musgraves. But um, ah, yes. what is, okay. tell, me, uh, tell me about this young man, because and, uh, and, and, it seemed like uh, he was very excited to commit. And this is... This is almost a little bit out of the old Gary Patterson playbook. Let's take a kid with some great size and athleticism, and let's see where he ends up. And by the way, he's not the only one Baylor has done that with recently. There's somebody coming in in that either two thousand, I think it's that 2022 class that uh, mm-hmm. that has similar where we've kind of debated whether he's going to do this or that, and we think he's going to be a defensive end. But tell us a little bit All about right. this this guy. Yeah, well, Dawson Pendergrass, as you said, is from Mineola, uh, out in East Texas, 6'3", 200. Uh, Baylor had been on him quite a bit. Now, he did not actually go to the spring game back in April and didn't really have an opportunity to come down during spring football and visit. But he had been on campus for several games during the 2021 season. So he had quite a bit of familiarity with the coaching staff and the program itself in that respect. He's a versatile guy. It looks like he's going to be on offense. They, they're looking at him as a running back. He thinks, and again, that's all subject to change because he's got another year to go, but he kind of thinks that he might be of the third down back variety because the fact that he could, he could play in that short yarded situation or they could slot him out or something like that because he's got pretty good hands. Uh, great athlete. You know, is it in, a, in a school like Mineola where you're going to, when you're a great athlete like he is, you're going to be asked to play both sides of the football, which he did. But his versatility and his athleticism, I should say, really tends to him being on the offensive side. I don't think Baylor's done with the running back situation yet for its 2023 class, Matt. But I think Dawson is one of those kids who can add to it. And this is the kind of recruit that Baylor, as you said, has gone after in the past. And they've won it. And where this is a kid that has a mix of G5 offers and P5 offers. Baylor being among the the P5, Arkansas was another one. The G5 offers being like Colorado State, Air Force, North Texas, that sort of thing. The other uh, P5s would have been Indiana and Texas Tech. But, you know, the fact that uh, if if everyone in in today's game where there is a certain role that they can fill, I think that's how you could look at the Pendergrass commitment. And, of course, he's a a three-star, 5.5 rating. He's the 10th commitment to the class. Tenth commitment to the 2023 class. I mean, I I'm sure this happened to you when your daughters are getting ready to graduate from high school. What's what is weird is my daughter will graduate 2025, 
and you're starting to see yeah. co- commitments go out for that class, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. just a real eye-opening type deal. Compare the Baylor class right now as it's as it's uh, currently constructed to like I I was shocked when I saw that Texas Tech's 2023 class was like close to top ten in the country. Now again, yeah. we know these things can change. Part of it was because, and Baylor's done this in the past, they had large numbers of recruits. Mm-hmm. And so right. that helps skew it a little bit. But it is, does it point to the fact, I mean, when you see someone like Tech jump out to a really impressive start in 2023, does it lead you to believe, like, hey, Joey's making a big impact, or do you not react too strongly to something like that? Well, I don't think you can dismiss what Joey McGuire has done at Tech. I mean, that's partly the reason why he came to Lubbock was because the fact of his infectious personality. He's a Texas high school coaching legend. He cut his teeth at Baylor, of course, in the college ranks. And I think that's what Tech was hoping for. I mean, look, Tech's recruiting strategy under Matt Wells was pretty much a disaster. And so I think with Joey coming on board, now, it has really changed their persona. I mean, they're number two in the country right now in, in total commits, but they also have the most in the country right now, Matt. As you said, they have 20, and there's nobody else that has more than, I think, 13, and that's Notre Dame. And so, yeah, it, it's it's going to be one of those things that's going to go up and down like a yo-yo over these next couple of months when a lot more commitments come in. You know, Baylor's at number 11 right now with their 10 commits, so they've still got a ways to go. But I think the way you should look at this Baylor class right now is that it's very solid in terms of the types of kids that they are getting. It's a, you know, look, they have three four-star kids in Christian Brathwaite, the linebacker from Cy Ranch. Of course, Austin Novus had a quarterback from Dripping Springs, and then Justin DeLeon, the offensive lineman from Kingsville. And I do think, in some respects, that a couple of ratings could change for guys like Hawkins Polly, the tight end from, <clears throat> excuse me, from, uh, <coughs> pardon me, from Houston Stratford. I, th- I saw Hawkins at the rivals camp in Coppell back in April. He has got a tremendous set of hands, Matt. I mean, it's one of the best set of hands on a tight end that I've seen in quite some time. And I could see his rating go up and hit maybe, cl- I don't know if he hit four stars, but I think he could go from five, six to five, seven. And then you look at another guy like Micah Gifford, who's already on the cusp. And I think if Micah has a big year down at Pflugerville Weiss, the wide receiver down there, I think he has a chance to push for four stars. And, don't forget, too, that the fact that Baylor's in the running for so many high rated, highly rated kids, Tayshawn Wilson for one, uh, if they were to get him, that changes a lot of things for him. So the fact that they're in the running for so many highly rated kids tells you it's just a different feel for where Baylor is and what Dave Miranda has done. And you think about the reputation that, that precedes Dave, I, I think it really resonates to why Baylor is building this class in the manner that it is. Yeah, that, all that fascinates me. I also get fascinated with, like, these guys coming out of Central Texas right now. Yeah. And uh, Javion Wilcox um, is a um, – is he, he's a Baylor commitment, is that right? Correct, and, yes. from Lake uh, Belton. Yeah, from Lake Belton. I mean, that's a new high school. And and I kind of – you know, when it, ha- it, it always happens. I mean, there's going to be a new high school, and a lot of kids are going to want to go there. And there's going to be a lot of excitement around it, and they're already getting really good, and they're going to be Class Five A, and and then the other player out of there is it is that Micah Hudson? Um, I mean, we're we're talking like tremendous. From Fluverville, you're right. Right. No, no, no. I'm talking about over at uh, 
over at Lake Belton. Oh, there's a, okay. there's yeah, a, there's a Micah right. Hudson five-star right. wide receiver. And, uh, right. I mean, it, it's, it's – uh, I mean, he's getting offers from all over the place. I, I'm just sort of amazed at – Sometimes we we think about oh my gosh look at Louisiana and look at all these other places and then you you start to realize wait just in the you know within fifty miles are tremendous players Temple mm-hmm. you know and and uh, and Belton and all these places so I'm just kind of bowled over uh, by all of this Kevin what do you um, what do you think with um, uh, the Bears a lot of times you write on some of these other sports as well tennis. They really have a shot at a national championship. Now they got to get past. They got the elite eight now, and of course mm-hmm. they got past Stanford, and that was a tough match. I, I think that'll serve them well, being being pushed like that. Uh, it, and then of course uh, women's golf right now. I mean this this thing has a chance to be. I mean I think they have a chance to win it all there. And so uh, I would say. For your followers there at Rivals, and of course you can follow a lot of this at at Sikkim Sports uh, on on Twitter. But for your Rivals following, Kevin, these are heady times because really yeah. up and down the sports. Now, unfortunately, softball and baseball um, aren't among those right now. But boy, golf and and tennis, you got po- you got two potential uh, uh, national championship type teams. Yeah, you have. I mean, with, with men's tennis, of course, you know, they got so close last year. Um, and I think, you know, with this group, as veteran as they are and taking the lessons from last year, I think that really kind of shows you where, you know, they, they have the – and it helped, of course, last week that they were at home against Stanford and they were able to rally and win that. But I think, you know, it just – when you have that kind of experience like they've had over the last couple of years and just that history of this program too, Matt. I mean, just look at the fact that what they've done in the last 25 years with the men's tennis program is, is extraordinary. And then with women's golf, having the great weekend in Stillwater that they have uh, winning it, I think that tells you exactly what these other, if you will, non-revenue sports, how, because so many people get wrapped up in football and basketball success, but the fact that the overall athletic Baylor program itself you know, acrobatic and tumbling one is what one is one is uh, what seventh consecutive national championship there. So that's a tremendous feat for them as well. So there's that overall commitment for athletics to shine. And of course, now softball is going to that, if you will, that NIT of softball uh, up in that tournament up in uh, Colorado uh, in a couple of weeks, or I should say later this week. And I think for baseball, it's it's pretty tough times for them. Uh, you know, I think what they're going to – if their only chance to get to the NCAA tournament, Matt, is it doesn't really matter what they do against Oklahoma State. They're, they probably need to get one just to make sure they clinch that last spot in the tournament. And then I think they've got to win it. And then if, and if they don't win the tournament, then I don't know what's going to happen in the future of this program. I really don't. Well, I – I got to follow up on that. So you're really thinking that with uh, baseball, that Mac could possibly have to uh, think about a, a change with it being uh, with with the season they've had. Because I obviously Steve's had some some good runs. This uh, right. uh, you get the pandemic thing. We can't count that. Last year, also the pandemic was still hitting. They turned their season around, and they got knocked out by the pandemic. You don't think Steve's done quite enough to maybe overcome how poor this season's been? I think it's 50-50 for him to return next year. I really do. Um, and, and, you know, to your point, yeah, I know that the, the pandemic really put a, a crimp in their style 
last year uh, or two years ago, rather. But last year, just missing the tournament, they were like the first team out of missing the field. I think that really hurt. I think if they had if they had made it last year and then had this season the way they were having, I think he would have been okay. But the fact that they just missed it, and now that they're having this pretty rough season where they're running eighth in the conference, and to be honest with you, Matt, they have not been very competitive in a lot of these games. They just haven't. Uh, the series in, in te- at Texas was awful. Um, you know, they've lost every series this year with the exception of winning the series against Kansas. And I, you know, and they've just had, they've had some injuries for sure. That's always going to be part of the equation. But when you've just been giving up a ton of runs like they have, I don't know how you, you're, it's going to be a hard, I'll just say, I'll just say this. It's going to be a hard look that Mac's going to have to give over this program to determine if he gives Steve one more year or if he decides to make a change. Yeah, I mean, you lost Tyler Thomas, your best pitcher. He gets hurt. I know that was kind of later in the season, and and then you early on you lost another starting pitcher. I mean, I I I think you're right. I think he's going to have to take a a long look at it. I hope Steve gets at least one more season to try to uh, to get this thing turned around because uh, he's a heck of a guy, and I think they've had some really good moments. And quite honestly, Steve's had you know like all American type relievers several times and unfortunately they just got caught this year and and he's tried everything but he can't find anybody to get a game home even when they are competitive and you know you're you're leading 5-1 or whatever it's the other day you give up a grand slam in the eighth inning he can't you know they can't seem to get these things home and when you solve one thing something else breaks out and it's been one of those seasons and they play a murderer's row schedule and that doesn't help things either hey kevin it's uh, always fun catching up with you and uh i uh, appreciate it everything and by the way uh, uh i just saw a note we may have this in campus confidential but uh, uh james akinjo had a tremendous showing if you want to put this in one of your nuggets for rivals um the, according to the people that were at that uh, oh whatever that g league summit they said that akinjo may have been the best player there and and yeah, blew everybody that, away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I thought that was good. Okay, I'm just always looking out for you. But I, I, yes, I know. No, I got you yeah. on that. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Anyway, All right, but, Kevin. Uh, should, by the way, it's going to be a good draft too for Baylor too with Kendall Brown and Jeremy Sohan too, and possibly a Kinjo. So should be fun when the draft is going to take place later in the summer. Yeah, maybe maybe Meyer will jump in there too. We'll see where he ends up. But uh, all right, uh, Kevin, have a good evening. Okay, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Always a pleasure, Matt. You take care. There he goes. Kevin Longquist, longtime sports writer, writes for rivals, does a nice job. Okay, it's time. We're going to do some Campus Confidential. We got University of Texas news. We got transfer type news. And uh, it's very interesting, uh, University of Texas basketball player, where he has landed. That news uh, came out today. We provide all of that next. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor baseball back in action at Baylor Ballpark tonight, and they've got the Big 12 Pitcher of the Week. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. 
Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Want to be a part of all things Baylor Athletics? Join the Baylor Cub Club presented by Green Eye Associates today. Free registration for the 2021-22 season is available now for kids 8th grade and under. Members receive discounted admission to select Baylor Athletics events and other great promotional items. Register at BaylorCubClub.com or email fan underscore engagement at Baylor.edu for additional information. Show off your Baylor pride and become a Cub Club member today. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor baseball back home tonight at Baylor Ballpark, opening a regular season finale four-game homestand against Stephen F. Austin. The Bears back home from their three-game Big 12 series in Manhattan against Kansas State, a game in which senior right-hander Jake Jackson led the Bears to a 4-2 win on Friday night in Manhattan. For his efforts, Jackson named yesterday the Big 12 Pitcher of the Week. Here's Baylor head coach Steve Rodriguez. Oh, he, he just did a great job. It was good to see him come out there and get that. You know, he, he's been battling for us all year, and for him to be able to go out and get that on Friday night was huge for us, you know, and I think the honor is well-deserved. You know, he came out and just did a great job, went deep into the game for us and allowed us to get that win. Yeah, seven innings tied his season high, uh, gave up one run, scattered six hits on the night, 92 total pitches. You got, uh, boy, if you could get that every Friday, you'd take that to start any series, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, we were getting that with Tyler Thomas. He yeah. was giving those, us those starts and, you know, um, you know, dealing with kind of the injuries. We've had to shuffle our, our rotation around quite a bit. And so just, just having to be able to get that out of a, a Friday guy was, was huge for us. Coach Rod of the Bears back in action tonight at Baylor Ballpark hosting the Lumberjacks of Stephen F. Austin on the air at 6.15, first pitch at 6.30 tonight, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Then the Bears close the regular season hosting the Oklahoma State Cowboys this weekend. Make note the series Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at Baylor Ballpark. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy and very muggy tonight as lows fall to 71 degrees. Tomorrow, look for a mix of sun and clouds. It'll be a record-breaking day with a high of 97. And the same story on Thursday, a mix of sun and clouds with a record high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. This is ESPN Central Texas. When it's more than just your lawn, it deserves the Kubota Z400. Get a head-turning offer on class-leading speed, agility, simple deck height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort and performance, then you need the professional-grade Kubota Z400. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down, 0% APR for 36 months, or save $300. Now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo. From brand names like Smith & Wesson, Kanek, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118222462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H-braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Refinance your vehicle with Genco and skip payments for 90 days. Rates as low as 1.99% APR for 48 months. Online applications will get an additional 0.1% off their rate and have a chance to win a 0% auto loan. With rates predicted to rise, I can refinance my car loan now and then I'll save big in the months and years to come. Thank you, Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco! Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. NFL officials are scheduled to meet with Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson this week. The meeting will take place in Texas. 
Baylor baseball to host Stephen F. Austin at Baylor Ballpark tonight, 6.30 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Rangers get the win last night over the Angels 7-4. Game two of that series from Globe Life, 7.05 first pitch tonight, and you can catch that game over on Fox Sports Central Texas. NBA Conference Finals get underway tonight. Game one of the Eastern Conference Finals with Boston and Miami, 7.30 tip-off. MCC Baseball is in the championship game versus Midland for a chance to go back to the World Series. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. This is Matt Mosley. Campus Confidential is happening a little bit later. We've had an interesting day. I thought Denny Freeman, I know Aaron enjoyed that too, very famous sports writer in Texas, and uh, Denny Freeman on with us earlier for Associated Press. He's going into the Texas High School, uh, or not Texas High School, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, and it's the media wing of that, and uh, they're doing an induction, a lot of folks that you would recognize going into that and uh, we'll have another one on tomorrow uh, Randy Galloway my old uh, radio cohort longtime sports writer is going to be on with us tomorrow I believe that'll be at 420 so it'll be fun to have these guys throughout the week and uh, uh, but it is time for Campus Confidential and that's when I turn it over to Aaron Sexton. Thank you, Matt. John Bryce of Football Scoop reporting that uh, Chad Morris has, is going to resign as the head football coach at Allen High School. According to Bryce, Morris made the decision to resign within the past few weeks. Last season, Morris led the program to an 11-3 mark. He's had nearly 100 – he has uh, had 175 wins as a Texas high school football coach. Prior to Allen, he had stops at Bay City, Stephenville, most notably Lake Travis. He had – Back-to-back 16-0 state championship teams in 2008-2009 after Lake Travis. He was head coach at Tulsa. Then he went to Clemson and was the offensive coordinator and quarterback coach under Dabo Sweeney. He then uh, held the head coaching jobs at SMU at Arkansas before joining Auburn coach Gus Malzahn in 2020 before going to Allen High School. All right. It is in... Say again, because I, I was just getting something, a late-breaking uh, something uh, uh, communication. He's ended up where? No, he's resigning at Allen. No destination mentioned, he's, oh. but he's leaving Allen. Okay, yeah. Well, um, yeah, certainly uh, uh, that has happened. And I, I am, uh, you know, very – I don't. I don't really know what to think of that. Uh, I was just looking here as you were talking and trying to see if anybody speculated yet on where he's ending up. But I just thought, and I, I, now in my mind, I'm like, maybe I didn't say it on the show the other day because I thought we had already talked about all this, but I must have said it somewhere else. I, Chad Morris, to, um, to. I mean, that was such a big thing at Allen, and and that was oh, we're gonna get this former. Uh, college head coach at SMU, and, and 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 they brought him back. And this is one of the most coveted jobs in all of high school. I think it makes him look really bad. And, again, we may find out where he ends up and go, okay, that makes sense. Like Chandler Morris, his son, is playing for Sonny Dykes over at TCU. 
Maybe they're going to find a way to get him an analyst job over at TCU. That might make a little more sense. But to, to, to commit to Allen, and again, that is one of the premier high school coaching jobs in the country. Maybe the premier high school coaching job in the country. And then to quit after one year, eh. I mean, I, and I, I'm sorry. I mean, he went, what, 11-4? and four? Aaron, you think the two of us could go 11 at Ford Allen? I mean, I, I feel like you should. I feel like you should see that one through. So, again, there may be people listening to us right now. We got a lot of high school coaches who listen to us, and I love that. I love our high school coaches, and they maybe think I'm totally off base. But I, I don't think it's a good look on uh, on Chad Morris. Now, again, if we find out he's got something going on family wise, or he's there's an illness or something, then then whatever. Then that's understandable. But on the surface, I do not like this deal. Yeah, and, you know, as you mentioned, when, he, when, when the hire happened, it was a big deal. You know, besides the college coaching experience, the, you know, his great run at, at Lake Highlands winning the state championship with the undefeated seasons. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. So do you think he'll be coaching next year? Um. He better. I mean, I, I don't think you can, like, step down. Again, maybe there's something we don't know about going on, but at least people within the Allen program were, were putting it out there that, uh, that they thought he had a college coaching opportunity. And maybe that's the case. Maybe we'll find out something soon. But uh, to, to leave Allen in a lurch, now, again, <laughs> every high school coach in the country – would crawl to Allen to be the head coach. So they're going to find a great coach. But what does that do, Aaron? It puts another school, you know, in, in, a, in, uh, in, a, in a situation. I mean, now coach, the, the former coach, uh, you know, Coach Gamble has been there. Um, the new coach at Salado was there. I mean, we've got all sorts of Central Texas ties to Allen. But, so they'll get a great coach. But then, of course, the school they get the great coach from is going to be is going to be sitting there like, well, how do we find a coach? So there's always a domino effect at these because, of course, they'll bring some of their people with them. So I, I don't, uh, I, I don't know what they'll do here, but I, it, something doesn't smell right on this particular story. There has been <laughs> drama all day around uh, Alabama transfer Ajay Hall, who is uh, supposed to go to Texas. Next year, the uh, wide receiver was a five-star recruit out of high school, and uh, people noticed that he had deleted all mentions or of Texas on all his social media and that he wasn't on the Texas roster. Chip Brown then reported that he's not on the Texas roster because he hasn't enrolled in Texas, and 247 Sports is uh, reporting that he will enroll at the end of the month. So it was, uh, what's the old saying, much ado about nothing. <laughs> It looks like uh, Jai yeah. Hall, the uh, transfer from Alabama, will be going to Texas as expected. Yeah, I would say always watch it, you know, like who's reporting this. And one of those things that we saw where all they took, they've taken down all the social media. Even we see that the NFL sometimes. Oh, gosh, Kyler Murray Kyler took Murray, down yeah. his, you know, the fact that he's with the Arizona Cardinals. Well, that doesn't mean he's not going to be with the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know why he would do that. But because somebody does some stuff with their social media, but, of course, where everybody reacts and goes crazy, but it, it does seem like the stories you read that he will enroll soon. 
and his former seven-on-seven coach telling Chip Brown that this is uh, this is all sorts of uh, the seven-on-seven coach was cussing and calling it a bunch of BS and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, he's going to be there, and they're going to have Texas will have uh, the kid from last year worthy. They got the transfer from Wyoming. They got this transfer. I mean, I, I, I this year they had some kind of excuse where they were missing a bunch of players or something. I don't really think they can go with a lack of talent excuse next season. Like, I would say Sark probably needs to win, you know, nine, eight or nine games next year to at least prove it's going in the right direction. Yeah, they basically added at least five that I can think of off the top of my head, five-star recruits out of high school through the transfer portal. So any lack of talent has kind of yeah. been addressed. Uh, well, they – They've been more active with the salary cap than the Cowboys have. <laughs> Speaking of the University of Texas, uh, Texas basketball uh, power forward uh, Trey Mitchell, excuse me, Trey Mitchell is uh, transferring to West Virginia, staying in the conference. Mitchell, a 6'9", 225-pound forward, attended Texas last year. The native of Pittsburgh spent his first two seasons at UMass, he averaged 8.7 points and 4.1 and uh, rebounds per game last year and shot 47.8% from the field. He started 17 of 24 games for Texas as part of a very, very high-profile uh, transfer portal class that they had last year, but he will be moving on to West Virginia and Bob Huggins. Yeah, I. good luck to Huggy on that, and I – I like it for Huggins in the sense that they lost Jalen Bridges. He lost McNeil. There's one other player that I kind of liked. Um, just one of those rangy, big-time big athletes for West Virginia that they, they lost like three or four or five guys. So I was kind of glad Huggins got one player. This guy did not live up to his billing at all. And the, the one player they have back did come on at the end of the year. Aaron, you know I'm talking about, like the 6'8", 6'9", guy for Texas that, that actually kind of played better down the stretch. I just, I'm not, he's not coming to me now. He decided to stay. Trey Mitchell, I would just say, was a pretty big disappointment for the Longhorns. Now, that doesn't mean he can't get to West Virginia and do well. I would just say he's going to have to show a commitment much like some of these West Virginia players from the past, to get his nose uh, bloody a little bit and and get in there and rebound. And this guy it too often seemed like more of a finesse player. He's got tremendous athleticism, but I would just say he was a huge disappointment for the Longhorns last year. Now, that doesn't mean he can't turn it around, and we'll see how he does. But uh, I, I still don't understand how all these players can like transfer every year. <laughs> it's supposed to be like a one-time transfer rule. And the guy went from UMass to Texas, and now he's to West Virginia. Askew went from Kentucky to Texas, and now he's somewhere else. Devin Askew. I mean, these players are going somewhere different every year. And, and none of them are sitting out. So why is this a one-time transfer rule when they can all transfer as many times as they want? I'm not, I'm not even saying I'm that much against it. I'm just saying... I don't even know why you even call something a one-time transfer rule when these kids are transferring two or three times and never sitting out a year. Why is it called the one-year transfer rule? 
No, I agree. I was kind of wondering the same thing. You've seen multiple players in multiple different sports, you know, that are on their third. And I've even seen fourth transfers. So I don't know why they call it a one-time transfer rule. But we need to get to the break. I think they might have, they should call it a three-time transfer rule. (laughs) (laughs) Just to call it what it is. Let people transfer as many times as they want. Um, we do have the um, dismount coming up next. We got to say goodbye. I got a couple of breaking news items, and then a really sad note that I wanted to mention. Uh, but but it, it it does involve heroism and uh, somebody doing something amazing, an amazing sacrifice. We'll discuss it next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at syntexsportsfan.com. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254 301 7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that brand new home effect. 
Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. NFL officials are scheduled to meet with Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson this week. The meeting will take place in Texas. Baylor Baseball to host Stephen F. Austin at Baylor Ballpark tonight, 6.30 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Rangers get the win last night over the Angels 7-4. Game two of that series from Globe Life, 7.05 first pitch tonight, and you can catch that game over on Fox Sports Central Texas. NBA Conference Finals get underway tonight. Game one of the Eastern Conference Finals with Boston and Miami, 7.30 tip-off. MCC Baseball is in the championship game versus Midland for a chance to go back to the World Series. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Got Baylor baseball coming up this evening. Aaron will be presenting that to you. And SFA, I believe, is in town. And uh, this has um, been a very trying season for Baylor baseball, but they got a lot of talented players. They got some uh, tremendous uh, middle part of the infield, got some great outfielders. I mean, this is a team uh, that Steve put together with quite a bit of talent and quite a bit of power. And, uh, um, you know, I, I think some speed, but the pitching has just not been there. And the injuries have hit, and it's just been an altogether really, really rough season. And we talked to Kevin Longquist about it. Mac Rhodes, uh, part of it is because the athletics program uh, has had such tremendous success in so many sports. I think when you have some issues like softball and baseball have had, it stands out a little bit more now. And so he'll take a hard look at it. But uh, I, I just think Steve is a fighter. And if given the chance, uh, he'll learn from this season and he'll keep rolling and try to try to fight his way back next season. But uh, he knows the business. I mean, he's, a, he's, he's had a great career and he knows how this works. So, if it doesn't work out, then uh, he'll go on. He'll coach somewhere else, and he'll be successful. But I do hope he gets another chance. I think next year he would certainly go into the year with quite a bit of pressure. But uh, hopefully he could get the pitching thing settled down and get things uh, back to normal. But I do like Steve Rodriguez, and I hope Baylor finds a way uh, to uh, stick with him. But Boris Macroads gets paid to make the, uh, the big decisions. All right, uh, on a... Sad note, um, and uh, wanted to visit about this. Thank you, Aaron. I this was a uh, you know, over the weekend, man. Just some horrific things that went on 
the uh, the shooting that took place in Buffalo and uh, just awful. Young man goes in there just full of hate. Uh, this it was a hate crime. Uh, he's his manifesto's been pe- posted. A, a racist guy goes in. It was it was trying a white guy trying to take out uh, black folks there in Buffalo at a grocery store. Horrible, horrible story. And then this other story that probably didn't get quite as much attention. Uh, it was at Laguna Woods Church Sunday afternoon in Laguna Niguel. And uh, that's up da- near Dana Point, California. Gorgeous area up uh, uh, not too far outside of Los Angeles. And a doctor, uh, uh, somebody comes in, and it was an immigrant from, it was a Chinese immigrant, and he was angry at some things, and he shows up with a gun and starts shooting, and a, a doctor, a 52-year-old doctor, Dr. John Chang, uh, was a hero in all this, charges at the gunman, uh, tackles him, and allows the gunman to be subdued, and there's no telling how many other lives were saved. There were other people in critical condition, but it looks like some of the folks are going to live, and the doctor lost his life. Well, it turns out, this happened Sunday afternoon, this was a uh, Baylor graduate, uh, Dr. John Chang, 52-year-old doctor uh, there, and had been there with his, uh, uh, I believe it was, was with his mom, he, it was not a church he was that familiar with, but his mom wanted to go and, and took his elderly mom to church. And uh, it, is, uh, it is just with great sadness. This was Baylor class of 91, Dr. John Chang, 52, but dies a hero in this, uh, uh, in this uh, horrific incident. Um, and, and one of the uh, police officers was quoted saying, without the actions of Dr. Chang, it is no doubt that there would have been numerous additional victims in this crime. He charged a suspect, identified as 68-year-old David Chow of Las Vegas, tackled him, and was subsequently hit by gunfire. All right, kind of a sad way to end it today, but a heroic story from a Baylor alum. We'll see you guys tomorrow at 4 o'clock sharp. Stay tuned for some Baylor baseball coming up next. This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Now for my news.